Welcome to Here's the Thing, where we talk fitness, lifestyle, human nature, and everything in between. What's up, y'all? This is your Saturday wake-up call with Brand Mayberry. And uh, if I have a weird voice today, it is, uh, I'm fighting off a cold, I think, um, which would make sense because I've been working hard. Because it's the new year and we're supposed to work hard. But don't you worry. There ain't nothing that can't be fixed on your second cup of coffee. Fun fact, caffeine is the most widely used drug on the face of the planet. Has a lot of benefits like making you think that you don't have a cold or you're not getting a cold. So that you can keep going through your day and getting it done. It's the 9th of January. Where are you at on your goals? What are you trying to accomplish still? What have you fallen off of still? I've had my slip-ups. I had a slip-up the first day. Um, I was going to eat better. And day one, I was hungover. So I ate some shit to feel better. Um, Which does seem to help deep down. You know, like I I know a lot of people who, uh, yeah, I'll... Especially the guys, all I need is a good greasy burger and a big shit, and I'm good to go. I get hungover no matter what, like no matter what I do. But there does seem to be some correlation with feeling less hungover and eating. But I really think, you know, everyone seems to think it's the grease because you think you feel better because of the shitty food. But I think you just mask the hangover with a food coma, um, which is what I typically do. So... Uh, I did screw up the first day, but guess what? I didn't fall off. In fact, I had several days of big eating because we had so much food left over from the holidays. So I balanced it out over the next several days after I had some of my higher calorie days. It's just balance. That's all it really is. Um, I've been doing really good all week with my diet because I've been getting myself back on track. Um, I'm doing usually, um, I wouldn't call it one meal a day. I guess it'd be two meals a day, but I'm kind of following a diet system that I find very intriguing. Um, and if you've known me at all, you know, I fast usually, uh, at virtually every single day, seven days a week. I usually don't eat for, um, usually 14 to 20 hours. And so what I like to follow, I don't believe we need food all the time. I like to follow this OMAD dieting system. It's called OMAD because it stands for one meal a day. And uh, so, you know, the, the idea would be you either eat all your food in the morning, dumb, or all your food at night. Awesome. Because you are probably like me and you like to eat shit at night anyway. You know, what's that one phrase like nothing good happens after 2 a.m.? Well, you crave nothing but bad shit after 9 p.m. Nothing good goes into your body after 9 p.m. That should be a new cliche, at least <laughs> for the people I know. It's like, my God, you you start having it's like your brain switches to just not even being you anymore after 9 p.m. I mean, I care so deeply about all of my shit and all of my desires and all of my hopes and all of my goals through the day. But after 9 p.m., I care more about those fucking Oreos, bro. So if you're going to have food, having it at night 
because you want to eat at night anyway is good. And so that's how I look at it. And so I've been getting myself back on track um, with one meal a day because we're doing our, uh, we're having a little holiday party, having some people over tonight. Um, holidays party that got pushed off because Bella broke her leg forever ago. So she will be good to go for the party this evening. There will be a lot of good food. And, uh, you know, if you're doing like a weight loss thing, um, that's another good way to look at keeping yourself on track is like, oh, you know, I have an event coming up that I want to feel good for. I want to look a little better for, and I also want to enjoy myself. You know, I made this rule years ago and, um, (laughs) lately I've forgotten this rule a lot, but when I was younger, I went out a lot more. I did, I did things a lot more. I went out to eat all the time with my friends, went out to drink, yada, yada. So I made this golden rule and I said, look, I, end up feeling almost not totally excited and in the moment when I'm out to eat or out to party or whatever because of how I am when I'm not with people and how I am when I'm not with people is the the after 9 p.m. guy and that's eating shitty food or larger quantities of calories and then I would go hang out with friends and go out to eat and go ugh, god I'm overeating again and then it dawned on me and I'm like why am I out here with my friends not enjoying myself as much because I ate a bunch of food the other night after 9 p.m. that I wasn't even that happy with myself about for eating. It just was good, so I did it. And so I kind of made this pact a few years back that I've lost touch of, of course, that I was going to be as healthy as possible and as lower calorie or as on track as possible when I was with myself because – you know, like going out to eat and going out to sell it. You know, these are celebrations, like going to have a few drinks or going partying or going out to eat. It's supposed to be a celebration, a celebration of something, a celebration of you're with your friends, a celebration of you're with your family, a celebration of you have been doing well on your goals or whatever. And so I made this pact to not be like, the after 9 p.m. guy when I'm by myself, whether it's after 9 p.m. or not. Why am I sitting here eating cookies by myself, enjoying it, sure, only to wake up not not ready to go tomorrow, and then tomorrow night I go out with my friends and I go, ugh, maybe I should get the chicken, the grilled chicken breast sandwich instead of the the fried chicken tenders just to keep the calories down, you know? And it's like you don't have to think like that. If you just follow through with what you want when you're by yourself. And then when you go out with your friends and family, you won't feel like a piece of shit for eating like shit. And uh, and and so even though I've lost a little touch with that, I, I find a way to get myself on balance by doing things like OMAD and whatnot. But it used to work really well. I used to have other friends because I was big into fitness forever. We'd go out to eat and I'd eat whatever. And they'd be like, oh, you must not be on like trying to stay on track right now. No, no, no. I've already accounted for this meal i was planning on coming here and eating like a turd i was planning on coming here and gorging myself until i was basically in a food coma with you boys and slamming four to six beers like i'd already prepared for that and that's where some of you that's where a lot of you fail in perspective to your goals because proper planning prevents poor performance it's the five p's 
And that's going to get you through the rest of 2021 on your goals. Because some of you are already going, oh, man, this is hard. <laughs> it's the ninth of the first month of your goals. So what are you doing? How are you doing? What packs are you making with yourself? Um, I actually have some interesting little tidbits that I put um, on my own goals. So I made my own little gym schedule to follow as well as I can follow it from one of my New Year's resolutions. But um, here is some of my focuses for this year. Number one is my health, making better choices for my health, smiling enough daily, drinking enough water, having a clean home, giving my girls attention, being present, learning from every opportunity. These are easy goals to come back to because I don't, I don't like have to change myself. You guys make goals that you have to change your entire being. And then you're shocked when it doesn't work as if you could just go, well, I'm no longer me. It takes time. It takes patience. It takes a while to get to where you want to go. That's why the habits are the most important things that you could possibly have. Building those habits, focusing on those habits. That's the thing. That's the ticket. So what else did I want to talk to you guys about? I haven't talked to you guys in a little while here. Um, so the new year started off pretty good. Uh, we finally got our truck in for my business yesterday. That's, uh, you know, like 26 pallets of what we get is lost freight and overstock items. And I sell these items. I flip these items. And these items can range from chainmail armor to a garden hose to medical equipment to science lab accessories to swords to kid stuff anything jewelry it's crazy and it's awesome and it's been a it's been a slow drought so that's exciting to get that truck yesterday and um it's going to propel us into 2021 here and i think that's super super fucking exciting but another big goal was actually brought about in my daily read today i'm going to grab my book the daily stoic i'm actually going to read this passage to you cuz you're going to find it really good cuz it's going to let me build off of that on why i think it's so relevant for me and for a lot of us going into 2021 The Daily Stoic, it's a good way. If you've never heard of Stoicism, it's just like realism, I suppose. So January 9th is what we control and what we don't. Ha, 2021, huh? Some things are in our control while others are not. We control our opinion, choice, desire, aversion, and in one word, everything of our own. We don't control our body, property, reputation, position, and in a word, everything not of our own doing. Even more, the things in our control are by nature free, unhindered, and unobstructed, while those not in our control are weak, slavish, can be hindered, and are not our own. 
And what I took from that read today was everything that I've been feeling lately. And if and if I have to bring it up all the time, you know what? You guys are going to get so sick of this. But as soon as it's done snowing, you're not going to hear me talk about this. But it's seasonal affective disorder time. It is the winter, and I am in a root routinized is that a word routine root root routine routinized rut that was really hard to say i'm in a, a little bit of a spinning hamster wheel of a rut in the sense that um i'm when i think when we get this way we start micromanaging everything in our life because it's so routine that you know it's like unconscious shit it's like when you brush your teeth, when you brush your teeth, I, I'm willing to bet if you're at least over 20 and a normal human being, you don't think about, oh, did, did I get that spot? You're not sitting there thinking about, oh, I better make sure I get my right side really well of my teeth or the bottoms and tops. You're probably already unconsciously aware that you do that. And consciously, you're thinking about other shit because it's so routinized. It's so routine <laughs> that you are just so used to it, you're unconscious to it. And so I think when we get in these ruts, we start micromanaging because there's nothing refreshing. There's nothing new going on. There's nothing um, that the human being thrives on. You know, the human being and the spirit and the soul of a human being, we thrive on the unknown. Whether Whether you believe that you like the unknown or you're afraid of the unknown, we actually all thrive in the unknown. We thrive with a little bit of fear of not knowing what could come our way. And when we start getting in these ruts, we know every day. You know every waking moment. And you're literally, you could agree with me on this, you wake up every day not even questioning the fact that you're going to wake up, which is scary because you could get hit by a fucking bus on the street today and die and realize that you weren't appreciating life in your last moments. But it's like we get in these routines, especially here in America, especially in Western civilization, especially especially in the first world, especially when we have all of this technology and no downtime, that we just think we get to fucking wake up every day. Like it's guaranteed. And that's where we get in our ruts. And that's the biggest problem was, is we start micromanaging and trying to control a lot of the things that we cannot control. And then you get into this bad scenario where you're looking at all of the wrong things because you're micromanaging your life in such an extensive and over-analytical way that you can't back up and do anything. You can't see how to change directions. You can't see, you can't, you can't step back and go, do I like this routine? Because it is kind of inherent to get into routines as a human being, but get into a good routine and get into a routine that you can end up changing up and you should be able to step back at all times at some point in that routine or that rut and go, is this really the direction I want to go or do I want to change? So on that note, I only know one way really to get out of that. Um, Working out can help. And doing different things can help. Doing something uncomfortable can help. Doing something spontaneous can help. But for me, it's like a, it's like a, I got to get the hell out of here. Help. Like I got to get out of the area I'm in. I need to go get usually into nature. Nature seems to bring me back to the basics of worry. You know, I mean, how much in this podcast have you already sidetracked your mind and thought about 
all of these different things. Like I need to reply to that Facebook comment. Oh my gosh, this person on the email. Oh my God, I can't believe I read that status. I forgot about that. All of these little things that aren't actually worries because we're in ruts and we're micromanaging stuff that isn't of worry. How stressed are you right now? On a scale of one to 10, answer that real quick. I'm going to guess it's high, probably higher than five. But let me ask you this. Do you have a roof over your head? Are all of your bills paid today? Like, like you're not going to get evicted or killed by the mob today, right? Okay, so you got a roof over your head. You don't owe somebody enough money right now that they're going to come kill you. And are you starving to death or do you have a, a full belly or do you have the opportunity to have a full belly tonight? Well, then you really don't have much to complain about when it actually comes down to a basic human being standpoint. The truth is, as a human being, here's the thing. Your only job is to survive. Everything else is a facade. The only job that we have as human beings is to advance our species forward through procreation. That's really the basics of it. So if you have shelter to stave off death, if you can eat and drink water to stave off death, and in today's world, if your bills are paid, you won't probably lose that place or lose that food and water, so you probably won't die. The whole point is to try to survive. But in today's world, we have so much monotony, so much constant influxes of information that is way, way too much information, way, way too quickly for us to handle or process, which raises our anxiety and absolutely skyrockets depression so i fully believe that when we're in these states of ruts and routines and you feel like you know i'm not my my life isn't as exciting as it could be i have to get out into nature maybe you need to do something spontaneous you know maybe you need to just go on a random long drive for hours and end up in a different state for the weekend and just get a hotel hang out don't call, don't get on Facebook, don't be hang like talking to the people, don't be doing the normal shit you're doing. Do something that changes up your routine and then might help you at least in the short term. Definitely for me, um, going into nature really seems to help me realize that I don't have control over most stuff, but don't need it. Because, uh, you know, I always go back to this, this <laughs> Facebook status that I read um, from this personal trainer. And he said, you know, it's funny. Everybody's lived in this state, Iowa, in the Midwest of the United States, in the cold, in the tundra. We've lived in this state our whole lives, but everyone still bitches about the cold. You know what I love about the cold? When you're cold, when you're freezing cold and you're outside in the elements, the only thing you care about, the only things on your mind are getting warm and eating a good meal. All of the other bullshit that we think is inherently real worry goes away when you're absolutely kind of afraid you're going to freeze to death. You know, and so it's tantalizing. You walk outside and you get cold for a minute. Let yourself do that. Realize how quickly when you actually start feeling really cold, how quickly all the other bullshit in your head goes away. 
because it's not real worry. It's just stuff we fill our mind with because the human being is built to, we're built like animals, you know? Um, I read uh, something comparatively about my dog through a veterinarian that that gave us this, this sheet of information. Dogs evolved from the wild, from wolves. Wolves evolutionarily are programmed to hunt constantly because they don't get food a lot. So is a dog. A dog is programmed to find food all the time. So in today's world, that evolution hasn't gone away in a few thousand years that, or 10,000 years or whatever, wolves became um, domesticated into dogs. And so when you have a dog, it's good to give them toys and treats in toys and give them mentally stimulating tasks to do throughout the day because what you're doing is feeding that dog in one minute. And in the rest of the day, they are programmed and wired to hunt and to find food. So even though the, you already fed them, they need something to do and they need something to worry about. Just like human beings, we need something to worry about. 100,000 years ago, 10,000 years ago, even 500 years ago, even 200 years ago, we had to worry about making sure that we had enough food to, to survive the winter, to survive the cold. We had to have enough food to feed our families. And that took literally working all day. Now, we don't work so much. You, you inherently aren't scared of dying every day. It's just not normal to think that like, whew, all right, let's see if I can make it through another one. I mean, just like I said a minute ago, usually it's the opposite. We're so ingrained to life going the way it goes that you almost think death is ridiculous and insane, but it's kind of miraculous that you make it through every day. And so I think in a nutshell, that's really what it comes down to is finding a way to relinquish control, to realize that you don't have control, that we don't have control. The human being was meant to worry. The only worries we should have are staying alive, but it's it doesn't take as much time as it used to. That's the problem. And so we have other inherent worries because we're worriers. That's what a human being is. A human being is fragile. We're blood-filled meat sacks. And if you walk out of the house and you don't look both ways, that's the last time you did anything ever as your own blood-filled meat sack. And because of that, we're high anxiety, highly prone to depression, highly fearful of the unknown animals and creatures because we're mortal. But you, we have to find a way to stay realizing that we have enough control and we don't need more. And that we can relinquish all of the control we think we need only when we realize that we don't need it. And the way to realize that is to go do something about it. Spontaneous, some change in your routine, uh, just a vacation. You don't have to go into nature. I love going into nature, getting into nature. There's lots of evidence that getting into nature for even a small amount of period often immensely lowers depression, immensely lowers anxiety levels and gets you back on track. So don't forget when you're pushing towards these goals this year, your New Year's resolutions, proper preparation prevents poor performance. Remember that one of the obstacles you're going to face is this obstacle of control. 
And this obstacle of control is going to eat you alive if you let your goals become your routines so ingrained and in and ingrained and ingrained in your daily life that you just wake up every day going because it's dreadful and that's monotony and that's that's a vicious circle and hamster wheel to be in relinquish control get out in nature i'm gonna catch you all next week Thanks for checking out this week's episode. Guys, you can find us at our website where we have a store, a fitness application. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Don't forget to check out our blog. Go hit the website up to see all of our programs and guides. We'll see you next week.